Welcome back to Qualified Dropouts. Don't sound too happy now. Episode 25. We got Booby on the mic today. Booby, you have anything to say? Uh, but yeah, guys, we're going to be talking because, you know, the new year is coming around. Everyone gets this, you know, spark of, oh, this is going to be my year, blah, blah, blah. If it was your year, you would have already done it. Anyways, that's besides the point. We're going to talk about things that you can do in 2023 that will generate you income. And basically just the best skill sets to have in 2023. Because a lot of people don't know. And like, I'll be honest with you guys, the stuff they are teaching you in school, those skill sets do not apply for making money. So we're going to go over a couple, probably like, I don't know, five to seven just really, really solid ones that aren't really hard to learn, but they have a very, very high skill ceiling, which means that you can get really, really good at it, but it has a low, I think it's called skill floor or something like that, where basically it's easy to obtain the skills, but you can just keep on getting better and better at it. It's like super scalable. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> so what do you so it's like uh, your income made from these can mm-hmm. like be... Limitless, depending on how hard you want to work for it. Um, what do you want to start with, Ian? Which dude, one? I, I think I think just editing, just learning how to edit and post content. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think people realize how valuable that is. If you get really good at editing and posting content, short form content, mm-hmm. obviously long form can be great. Um, I just think that's like it's that's a solid skill to have, and I think that's like a you know another skill to have. But if you get really good at editing short form content. You could go really, really far because that's kind of where a lot of the social media is now. It's really short form. It's not like back in the days like YouTube. And we're back. All right. But learning how to edit content and post really, really catchy, hooky content, I think, is like a huge skill. Mm-hmm. Whether it be your own or other people's, I'd say get really good at your own content. Yeah. Like just film and get really good at that. But you yeah. can always edit and reach out and edit other people's content. Yeah, see, and, and that's the thing. They're like, dude, I want to learn how to edit content, but how do I make money? Let me give you all some free game. All right? Go to either a company or some content creator that is trying to promote something and say, hey, how much reach do you have? How many eyeballs do you think is on your company um, or whatever? What you say is, is you say, okay, well, I can create my content. I'm very, very good at it. I can double the amount of eyeballs on your page, which is then going to return a lot of sales, right? So you can either talk to them about something about, you know, give me a percent on all orders, or maybe you get put on salary, whatever it may be. That's a little bit advanced, but like all you guys have to do is learn how to edit and then just reach out, learn how to write somewhat of an okay email. It's really not that hard to write emails and just reach out to five to 10 companies a day see which ones give you the best amount of money and just pitch yourself. You know, if you're dog shit at content creation and editing videos, you're not really going to have a very thought out email. But if you know you're the shit and you know that your content that you are editing is very, very good, you know, you're going to, you're going to send out some boss ass emails and most likely companies are going to, you know, pay you a lot of money for it because companies, I'll tell you one thing. Companies have no idea what social media is whatsoever. I'll go on some of these pages that are like somewhat popular and they don't know what they're doing at all. Like they don't know how to drive traction. They don't know how to get attention on their page. 
they don't know how to do any of that. So yeah, there's a lot of companies out there that like they just run ads. They they're not really yeah they run ads. They're not really good at content creation. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think if you were to go to a company and, and be like, hey, I'd love to create you know five to ten videos for you, and let's watch and like see how well these do, right? And then if you can like almost guarantee like, hey, this is gonna double your views. You're gonna start blowing up, yeah. right? Like, hey, I'll give you five to ten free videos. We'll post them at these times for the next week. Uh, we'll see how they do. And if you guys really, really like it, I'd love to break down like a salary or something to start editing content for you. Yep. Um, and it might be only 500 bucks a month or a thousand bucks a month, but. But the thing is you can do that. You can do it with five other companies. Yeah. So and then you're making a full-time income. And it's like, you can, I don't think people realize how many people don't want to edit content. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, and not that I don't enjoy it. I enjoy sometimes, but it gets like, it gets overwhelming because it's like we film all this content and we're like, oh crap, we literally have so much content to edit mm -hmm. and then we have to like redo it the next day and the next day and the next day. And it's like, obviously I don't think I'm at a point where I need to pay for an editor. I don't think, I think it's just pointless because I do like to edit content, but um, it's a lot of people want to pay for it. Like mm -hmm. no one wants to edit content. You talk to any influencer, any company, people hate editing content. It's like a, it's like a task and like a chore rather than something fun and enjoyable, believe it or not. Yeah. So, um, definitely recommend learning that cause that could really drive you. Like mm -hmm. you could create a lot of income and then you brand it and then you create an agency and then yeah. you create, you know, relationships. And then soon you have a platform where you're just getting companies reaching out to you and then you build a team off of that. And then you have mm -hmm. people setting up phone calls and then, you start building people under you, and then next thing you're like, you're just running. It just it. snowballs into something really, really big with one small skill that <coughs> you wanted to, um, wanted to learn. And Ian said something really important there. He was like, "Tell the company I'll make five to ten videos for free, and then see what happens." It's crazy because that actually happened to me about two weeks ago. This guy reached out. And he showed me three videos that he edited from one of my YouTube videos. He's like, dude, what do you think of this? I really want to start making shorts from your YouTube videos because I know you don't have any up. Um, could we negotiate something? I'll give you the next five videos for free. Um, obviously, like, I, I don't, um, I'm not looking for that right now. But it was really nice of him. And I bet, you know, he does this with a lot of kind of, like, mid-type people on the Internet that are trying to look into really scale their social media. Um, and it was, I mean, it was a really good pitch. The videos were fucking, they were pretty sick, but like, I, I, I'm not in the position to, you know, put another person on salary right now, but that's, that's some free game. So learn how to edit content. I didn't know that. What? I didn't know someone did that for you. Yeah. I'll show you the video after. Yeah. I'm actually um, curious what they It was pretty like. good. Um, but yeah, that's some free game. Edit content and, uh, yeah, you'll be able to do a lot with it. So I would I would say the second skill to learn, and I guess this isn't necessarily a skill, um, but straight up just get on social media. Like, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Like straight up just get on Instagram, get on YouTube, get on Facebook, and I guarantee you if you just dedicate a month to two months of you posting one to two videos a day on all of those platforms – you're going to get monetized very, very fast, and you'll be making anywhere between two to three K a month just off posting your content. You can have mm -hmm. you can have other like stuff that's going to make you money, but dude, today Facebook's paying me like 
around $1,800 a month now. I'm not even big on Facebook. Really? Because Facebook now has the Reels bonus feature like it has on Instagram, mm-hmm. but they also have ads. And the thing is, the ads is so scalable. They start you off with $500 a month for ads. Um, but like Tino, he's getting scaled to like, he's going to get scaled up to a couple thousand dollars. And it's, dude, Facebook is, Facebook is low-key slept on. I didn't start using it until like two months ago. I don't have a big influence on there whatsoever. But Facebook has so much money to compete with other platforms because they've been around for so long. Mm-hmm. So if you're just consistent on there for a month, dude, they're going to pay you. Because they're like, I want you to keep showing up. Here you go. Here's a thousand bucks. Boom. But yeah. I mean, I just... I didn't know that. Yeah. I just post on there twice a day. They reached out last week and they're like, hey, we want to start paying you. I applied for it and then I didn't have any strikes on my account or anything. And they gave me reels bonus and they gave me ads. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I still have, yeah, I haven't gotten that, and I've been posting two to three times a day. Really? Yeah, dude, I'm posting so much on it, but I haven't gotten that. You know? Because it's, a, are, you, are you doing it on a page or your account? I'm doing it on both. I'm doing it on my page and my account. You know, Ian, I may have to look at your settings because it may be only set to uh, friends. You don't, you need to have it set to a public profile and also people to follow you and not send friend requests. Because that was a big That's setting. why I'm doing it on my page. I'm not doing it on my uh, main account. Oh, uh, well, you're going to get monetized on your main account before your page. Because your main account is mm. directly linked to your page. It's, Facebook is weird. Facebook's really weird. And I didn't know all this because my assistant did all of my content creation on there until I got it back. And then I looked at my settings. I'm like, wait a second. People can't follow me. They can just send friend requests. So how the hell am I going to get monetized if it's only being sent out to my friends? So I said basically everything to public. Hmm. I'm kind of going on a tangent, but the second thing is literally just become a content creator. Um, it literally doesn't matter what you post as long as it's somewhat of value and people are going to look to your page, then you'll get paid by these companies. I didn't know that. Yeah, the hardest one you're going to get uh, monetized from is YouTube because they pay you the most. So that is more of like a long-term game. Like it's probably going to take you about six months until... You know, you get paid from it. I'm still not getting paid from YouTube. Um, hmm. But I will probably in the next, like, two months because we're going fast over there. But, yeah, if you just get on the internet, bro, you're, you're going to get paid just from these applications just for you being on there. Not even kidding. I know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn. But that's what, a good one. I mean, yeah, what do you want to go? I, I kind of talked for a while. Yeah, no, 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 no worries. So, number three, um, I think a really, really good skill to um just get in the habit of and this is i think more on the personal development side um because i think mentality is a big factor as to why a lot of people don't um believe in self whether they be making money on social media obviously we do on social media so like that's gonna be a big one but um one getting in shape and two uh i think just like start incorporate like a reading a book Mm -hmm. a month like just one book or something that you're really interested in or pay for a like mentorship program. Yeah. Um, Just challenging yourself. Basically. I think it's really like start surrounding yourself by people who are following your dream. Um, but really getting in shape as well. I, I know that's very cliche, but um, it's cause like what we do, but I think it really plays a big factor into why a lot of people are successful is they focus on taking care of themselves and improving their, uh, mental toughness so when things get tough like they don't they don't give up because i think it's the biggest thing a lot of people yeah you, you could look up you know so many different skills to 
make, you know, however much you want. Um, but I think a lot of people don't have the mental toughness to actually like break through the first one to three steps, uh, which is always the hardest is like getting started. And I think if you really challenge yourself and uh, take care of yourself, live a healthy lifestyle, do things that not everyone else is doing and become different, um, you'll you'll see everything else uh, kind of just take off from there. So it's kind of like my short number three. Anything yeah. to add to that? Yeah. Um, the thing is, is like getting in shape necessarily isn't going to generate you income. However, when you start generating income through a side hustle, you are going to come up with a lot more problems compared to you working a salary job. That's just how it is because most side hustles, you're facing the problems head on instead of your boss facing the problems head on. Um, so the thing is, is when you challenge yourself through the gym or maybe like me personally, I, I fucking hate reading books. All right. I absolutely can't stand it. Um, I like to visualize everything like, um, our mentors, uh, sent us some books for me and Ian that he wants us to read. And I still haven't even read the first page because the first book he wants us to read, I've spark noted everything on YouTube and I've basically watched the whole book on YouTube videos because I just don't like reading that much. Um, but however, if you go through challenges, uh, it's going to program your mind to just basically have like the, I don't quit type mindset. And when you start with these other generating or income generating activities, um, that's going to be instilled in you. So like the small things that come up, you'll be able to, you know, accomplish pretty easily because you've challenged yourself every single day. So that's a good one. Number three. Yeah, that's a good one. So number four skill to learn in 2023, that's going to generate you income. I would like to go on the topic of sales because sales is very, very broad and, I've never been in a sales position until I started my company. And it's kind of crazy because now that now that I've been at my company for almost two years now, I'm pretty confident in myself that I can sell anything, which is such a good skill to have. Now, I'm not saying, you know, go sell insurance or whatever. Um, but it's just, I, I just think that's such a good skill to learn and it's also something that they don't teach in college that I wish they did. In my business classes, they didn't teach me. There was no business sales course. And it's yeah. like, why? You know? Like, yeah. dude, people on Grant Gardone's team make so much money on the sales team. One, because, I mean, he has crazy, you know, lead acquisition. But mm -hmm. also, they're good at sales because they do it so much. They're so, they, they do it every day repetition after repetition and like dude he was he was saying the good the big players on their team make like a mill a year just by being a sales rep for him that's which crazy. is kind of insane yeah that's crazy because and he also talks about a lot of them didn't go to college they're just good at sales yeah if you can sell somebody that's like such a solid skill and it's like all you have to do is just overcome objections mm -hmm. like it's, it's super simple I mean, all the objections are the same. People are going to make the exact same excuses. All you have to do is just research, how do I overcome an objection? And then don't be scared to say anything to anybody. Because like, if you're selling a product or a service that you truly believe in, exactly. like for me, for coaching, like people, when they say they don't have time, um, actually one of my clients yesterday, like reached out to me, said it was like, you like, he was going to wait to start after like a tournament. And I'm like, okay, 
hypothetically, let's say you wait, you wait another month or two months, like realistically, when you, when you start, how is that going to like, what are you going to say when you start? Honestly, you're probably going to say, I wish I started sooner. Everyone says that shit. So if you can learn how to persuade people and to overcome objections, because people only bring up objections because they're they're scared of commitment, and that's it. Yeah. Like they don't they they're just scared to commit to anything, mm. um, and that's why a lot of people back out of a lot of things. They don't purchase a lot of things, but then they'll go and they they buy these like you know ten dollar drinks at the bar because it makes them comfortable in that moment. Mm. Where it's like when they go to buy anything that's like bigger price that it doesn't make them feel comfortable and they don't see the value yet. So you have to create some type of perceived value um, that's immediate as well as break down why they feel the way they are. Like, I mean, for coaching, we just say, okay, why do you, why do you feel this way? What were you like, what, what are you trying to do? Well, I want to feel better. Okay. Do you really think that not going forward with a workout program and you going on the bars, you know, six from six months from now, are you going to look back and be like, yeah, I'm super happy I did this. Or are you going to look in the mirror and be like, damn, I'm fat as fuck and I need to make a change. Some people have to hit rock bar bottom, you'll realize. But yeah, um, I think some, <clears throat> a lot of people can be persuaded because they just don't know what's on the other side. And mm -hmm. so you have to like kind of paint the vision for them. So if you get really good at sales yeah, and you show them and you, and you learn how to overcome any objection, um, yeah, that's like the best thing you can learn because then you'll be able to sell anything as long as you also value it. You got to make sure you, whatever you're selling that you're super passionate about yeah, and it's not always exactly. about money as well because I will honestly, some people, like you, you got to know your limits. I know I'm getting into the sales part, but yeah, like I'm super passionate about my program. Like I know everybody that comes out of it, if they actually stay to it, they get in the best shape of their life. So whenever I hear people making lame excuses as to why they can't start now, what's it's not the perfect time. It'll never be the perfect time. You're lying to yourself because if you look back on your life, you'll when has when has anything ever been the perfect time? Ever. I mean, honestly, there's really never a perfect time. Um But you have to be you have to fully believe in your product. Um and that's something I do. So that's why I, I try to sell a lot of people, um, but also some people just don't want it. You'll you'll learn that in sales too. Some people just say they want it and they just would rather hit rock bottom first before they make a change. Yeah. So a, a little a little tip about sales, and I probably didn't learn this after until like like six to eight months of me running my company was is like don't be afraid to like say shit on the phone. Like at the end yeah. of the day. You're at the end of the day, this is what's going to happen. You're either going to substantially change their life. They're going to buy into your product and you're going to be in great relationship with them or they're going to say no and you're probably never going to talk to them again. But the thing is, is what I learned is the people that I would never talk to again. I would almost regret some things that I didn't say in that phone conversation because I'm like, fuck, I probably could have changed their mind about this. Right. So it's, I mean, sales is scary, dude. I mean, it's, you're talking to some random person on the phone. I mean, it's, it's really scary, but you have to not really, I don't want to say like not have a filter because there's some things that you just straight up shouldn't say. Um, but it's okay to be kind of like harsh with them on the phone. You don't want to be too nice because then, they're almost going to be like, well, he's not like a leader in yeah. a way. Think of it as like also like a coach. Like if you, your sports coaches, 
were they always empathetic and nice to you or did they yeah. say, no, you have to do this shit because you need to push past it. Yeah. And I think people get caught up because the financial state, it's like, well, look like, yeah. Okay. Finances, it's one part of your life, but you're really going to let a financial, like a finance depict whether you're happy or not. Like you're literally buying or getting this product because you look in the mirror and I, I believe that your emotional state is cost way more than your financial state. Mm hmm. Because of also the mental health awareness and everything going on right now, wouldn't you rather be happier than just being having a bunch of money and laying in bed and feeling depressed or yeah. saving, saving? Like, you're not saving for anything because if you were, you'd have already had a plan and you would have bought something already. Exactly. You're yeah. just, people are just scared. So I think that that's a big thing too, is just like not to say, like just to say things and be a coach and yeah. try to like push them into the right way. And that'll, you'll also determine too in the sales call if they are even a great fit yeah because i've i've told straight up people i'm like dude i just don't think you're a good fit like i don't think you're coachable um i don't think you want this it was really nice talking to you man um you know if, if your idea ever changes or maybe your mindset changes like feel free to reach back out but i don't think you'd be a good fit and uh it, it's just a waste of my time so i i, I have told people that um because you also got to protect your I mean, we're talking about like sales, but you have to protect your mentality too. And you got to make sure the person's the right fit. And if they aren't and you can't help them, uh, don't do it because it's just going to cause more of a burden than a uh, reward, even though you may make some money. But then it's just like, I don't know. Because I believe reputation's a big thing too. So, yeah. And I don't really care to try to sell everybody. I, I, I like to work with winners, I hate working with losers. Um, and, and I like to work with people who want change. Yeah. So that's just me. Mm hmm. What's the next one on the list, Ian? Next one. Um, dang, you covered a really big topic. Yeah, Man. sales Sales is a big one. I mean, dude, yeah. sa sales has helped me, like, it's just a really good skill to learn, bro. When you start actually selling people, you look at the world completely different. Even with just, like, relationships with friends of yours. Like, because when you mm -hmm. start selling, bro, you, you talk to a lot of fucking people. Mm -hmm. Like you basically hear it all, so yeah. yeah I I, just, I learned a lot about myself uh, when I started selling. That's for sure. Yeah, I think like skills. I mean, sales is a really big, really big skill to learn because then you have to then find the product of what you want to sell and become an expert in that field. Um, I would say the next man. I don't know. I am. I just blanked. Should have wrote something down. Do you have anything for number five? Um, number f wait, is this number five? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say a big one. This kind of goes off of yourself as just being a content creator, but is learning how to market anything. Um. Yeah. As in, like, <clears throat> I don't know, because that kind of goes on social media, but we we can talk about marketing as well. I feel like there's if you learn how to edit content, that's a skill set, and then if you learn how to market content and build um, like a landing page, uh, or then you learn how to create a funnel of um, just like a marketing strategy, that's a big one. I feel like a lot of skills correlate with the social media as well, though. Mm -hmm. So if you just learn how to grow on social media and build a business, um, I would say a big skill too is learn how to create like want. 
mm-hmm. and like desire for, so I guess marketing would be the right term for that. So I yeah. think marketing is super important. So reading books about marketing, learning how to market any product in the world, because it's all the same, like marketing anything is all the same. So I think that's a kind of ties in. So the last and final one we want to touch on, um, also these next two episodes are going to be a little bit shorter um, just because me and Ian film content all day. <laughs> we don't we don't want to film a two-and-a-half-hour podcast when we can keep it 45 minutes. We don't want to bore you guys. So the last and final one, the skill that you need to learn in 2023 is just straight-up e-commerce. Now, this is not involving, like, dropshipping or anything like that. It's just learning how to um, sell either a digital product or a physical product on a Shopify website and then learning how to market it on TikTok um, and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, dropshipping is like the easiest route to go. Um, You can legit order a product off Amazon, put it on your website, and then make videos about it and then see what the hell happens. It's really, really simple. Um, Yeah, Yeah, I think people... And then people are going to say it's oversaturated. It's not. not oversaturated, guys. It's, it's not. not. You want to know why? One, products come out every single week, every single day, new ones, as well as um, think of how many people are in this world. And as well as there are so many people that just suck and they try it for a week and they don't actually try to grow it or learn. They just suck and they just like, that's it. And that's where that mental toughness too comes into play. It's like mm-hmm. you have to be able to commit to something for six months. Yeah. If you can't commit to something for six months, you're actually just going to fail. Like mm-hmm. that's, you're just not going to do well. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like a big factor is people think that a lot of markets are oversaturated and skill sets online. And it's like, we haven't even scratched the surface for so- social media. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just about to explode. Yeah. Um, and it's become a very, very big thing. But, and I just, I just say e-commerce in general, because you don't know what's going to happen when you start doing e-commerce. Like, I'm glad I did those products on Dropshipping because now I have my ideals on what I actually want to do. And I didn't really know how to use Shopify. I didn't really know how to, I guess, like maneuver my way around Shopify as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't have known that if I didn't go through a free dropshipping course and learn how to dropship. Now, obviously, I'm tying it with my own brand, but. I don't know. I just I, I think it's a really, really important skill to learn because y'all also have to realize that 90, 90% of money is digital. So everything is being bought on the internet. And I mean, if 90% of you got to go where the money is, the money's on the internet. Yeah. I think, it, I think it's a big, it's just if you can learn how to do it, you can, like, you'll succeed. Yeah. And you don't need to overcomplicate it either. Like, people think it's so complicated. Bro, you literally find a product you think is going to do well, you post it, and there you go. It's really that simple, and then make adjustments. Yeah, it's really not that hard, actually. It's really, really and I think simple. People, and, like, I've seen people who have, like, tried and then, like, gave up, and I've looked at their websites, or I look at the things they're selling, and it's just, like, absolute garbage. Like, it literally mm-hmm. looks like you're getting it from China and like you get like, it's a scam. It, it, it literally looks like a scam website and you have to be able to create your website like a Nike website. Mm-hmm. That's how legit it has to be. And I think too many people try to be like, Oh, if I just 
you know, put a nice little title and then have a couple colors and then throw the product picture and then it's like a default and they don't take their own like photos or anything. It's like, that's, that makes no sense. So, um, and I mean, shoot, I, I have done it and I've I, organically, I haven't even run ads yet and I, I've profited and made money. So, um, off of TikTok and I've made the website actually look legit. So, um, you, it, it's really that easy. Like that's, it's not that hard. You just have to be really good at creating something appealing to people. And it also ties with like creating content. If you have a really, really just artistic mindset where you can create and you're like, you can make things look nice. You'll sell anything, anything. Mm -hmm. So that's what I firmly believe in. And I think e-commerce would be a great skill set to learn. And there's so much free value out there. We're not the guys to reach out for that. I mean, yeah, we're not, but we just see the, we're, we're talking about it because we see the potential in it and how many people suck at it and how much room there is to grow in it. And if you get really good at it, you'll make yeah. so much money. Yeah, I get that DM a lot. It's like, yo, dude, I want to start dropshipping. Where should I start? And I'm like, don't DM me. Yeah. And also, the way the way to start anything in life is, hey, man, I'm so-and-so. I'm this much years old. I want to do this. How do I start? That is the worst possible dm you can send anyone ever because people that are experts in that field are going to look at them and be like why the fuck did you just send me that yeah because then you'll you're, you're probably going to dm like a drop shipper or something and you look and their whole page is all about how to start yeah and it's like exactly. you're just too incompetent to even like look at that content it makes exactly. no sense like yeah I think it, like ask the right questions, ask mm -hmm. smart questions. Hey, I have tried this. I've done this. Here's my website. This is what I've done. How do I get better? You know, what's funny about this is we're going off topic, but that's, that's the things we're, we're talking about for uh, skills in 2023 guys. We don't have any more. That's the last one. But anyways, I just want to talk on that for a second. So this guy, he was like, Hey man, do you answer DMS? And I'm like, yes, I do. If it's not a stupid ass question. And he was like, okay, I understand that. Here's my question. Sends me, like, two paragraphs, and he was like, something, 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 blah, 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 so why do you think I can't gain weight? And it was him saying that, like, yo, I eat this, I eat this, I eat this, this and this and this, and he trains, like, five times a week. He's like, why can't I gain weight? Dude, like, <laughs> you know why you can't gain weight, bro. And I, I replied to him, I'm like, this is a stupid question. You need to eat more. Yeah. Because, like, some people need to know, bro. Like, we're, we live in this society now where everyone gets, like, a participation trophy and teachers say there's no such thing as stupid questions, and it's like, homie. No, there, there are stupid there, questions. There are stupid questions. Like, there are such thing as stupid questions. If you, if you ask a question and you know half the answer, then you probably know the full answer and you just shouldn't ask it. Yeah, that, that's once you write it out and you actually start asking the question, actually read what you're writing, I think people just don't understand what they're asking. Yeah. Like, I think they just, like, have this, like, they, they don't know how to formulate the words to, like, ask a really, really solid question. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, like, that's a skill set right there. If you can learn how to ask very thought-out questions that are very precise mm -hmm. and that pertain to you, not just the general whole world. Like, you want to lose fat, what do you do? Go into calorie deficit. That's it. Like, you want to lose, that's it. Stop trying to say, well, I need to cut out this food and insulin this. And it's like, no, you don't, you're not special, like, yeah, at all. Real, you're not. And when it comes to fitness, science is there. 
you're not special. There's no secret pill. There's no secret fat loss hack. It's yeah. literally move more, eat in a calorie deficit. You're fine. Same with the weight gain, eat more food. That's mm. it. Like it, it makes no, like those questions don't make Yeah. He was sense. trying to say his doctor was like saying he has a high metabolism and like he shouldn't be eating much because he's going to be overweight, but he's skinny. And it's like, Doctors are stupid Dude. when it comes to fat loss. I have literally, there are very, 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 very few doctors. And I've only actually seen one on TikTok that actually knows what he's talking about. Besides that, look at your doctor. Is he fat? Probably. Yeah. Like, don't listen to him. He doesn't yeah. know how to, he doesn't know how to lose fat. And, um, I've, I've even, I've literally signed and like I've coached PAs, nurse practitioners, who have friends that are doctors and purposefully did not listen to them because they're like, we did not study this. We do not know how this works. We know the organs, fun organ functions in your body. We know how to save you from dying. We know how to fight bacteria and diseases. We do not know how to lose fat and build muscle. Mm -hmm. That is a different topic than what doctors go for. Like that... Doctors go there to cure from cure you from diseases, yeah, and to save you, not to freaking lose fat and build muscle. Yeah, doesn't make sense, bro. It makes, uh, it's like it, honestly, you know it's similar. Doctor. It's like it's like going to a rocket scientist and thinking he knows how to like build a car or yeah. something. Like even though he's really smart and he's a scientist, or it'd be actually be more like like go to like biochemistry. It's like a whole yeah. different subsubject subject subset sub subsection. Um, but it's like that person's really smart. He's a scientist, but he specializes in a certain field. He doesn't know how to actually do the other side where other people call them scientists, but they do a whole totally different field. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's why so I don't there, get. There's another skill set for you. The last skill set is learn from people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about. If you're trying to get knowledge from how to lose weight from fat people, they don't know what they're talking about. If you're getting money advice from someone who makes fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, they're broke as shit. They don't know what they're talking about. Um, what's another one? If you're trying to learn how to build a car by someone who doesn't even have a car, well, then you probably shouldn't take advice from them. <laughs> yeah. So that that's another good skill set that will definitely... It is funny in. kind of like looking at... A lot of people have a lot of things to say in fields that they have no experience about mm -hmm. or like no true success in. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Yeah. I think that's one of our strengths is we only talk about things we actually yeah. have success. But that's at. why we also said don't DM, DM us about dropshipping. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not an expert in that. Exactly. I know how to start. Yeah. And I've done it. I've made money from it. But, like, I'm not an expert. I would rather you learn from someone who actually is an expert and has made millions of dollars yeah. rather than me who hasn't made that much. Yeah. So it's like. And people ask me, too. Like, I'm trying to become a millionaire. What should I do? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a millionaire. Why are you asking me? <laughs> Just learn how to make money first. Yeah. No, that's like, that's a crazy, yeah. That, ask the right people. Don't ask people who, like, I don't know. I think it's just because a lot of people who haven't had true success, like, have a lot of opinions to say about things. But it's like they have no true success, success so why would I even listen to them? Mm -hmm. Like, it makes no sense. I think that's one thing I've, I think that's like a pet peeve of mine, actually, now. What? I just, I get irritated when people try to talk like they, have a million dollars like they're a millionaire like oh you should save this way you should do this and it's like dude you're not even doing it why the fuck would i listen to you mm -hmm. like how can i even believe you mm -hmm. yeah if you're not doing it yourself i think 
that's like a big pet peeve of mine. It's trying like people talking in context, like context, like they've achieved something or seen success in something and they actually have it. And so now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's one don't of try to be better than me or think you're better than me when you're not. Yeah. In a certain field. Like, no, that, that's one of my biggest pet peeves too. That's why I tweet about it all the time. I'm like, why are you guys still listening to some 45 year old bimbo who has a college degree that talks to you about money? He lives on a salary. He doesn't have any money. I don't care if he makes a hundred grand a year. That is true. One of my one of my biggest pet peeves also is that because I remember when I was growing up, I used to get kind of lectured on money from my uncles, and every time, dude, I was I would be like, hmm, well, you don't really have a lot of money, so I don't know how much advice I should take. I would never like speak up against it or speak out against it, but it's crazy now that I have the platform I have now and that's why I talk about so much because like I was in that position and dude I I've been on the you know I've been on the block enough to know that like 45 year olds like to lecture kids that are you know 18 19 years old because they think they're more knowledgeable more wise stuff like that but Mm -hmm. in reality guys wisdom does not come with how old you are wisdom comes with the challenges and tribulations you've been put in life and what you've learned from that yeah and also it comes from learning from other people who make mistakes wisdom does not come with age i know 45 year olds who are absolute idiots that still have no idea what money is you know what you know why they do that i you know why people like talk like they haven't seen success in anything that they've tried but why they try to talk over people it's because they want to feel valuable yeah they they want to be put like in a leadership role yeah they want that's the whole thing but it's like they're they came and do the actions that are necessary to even become a leader mm-hmm. naturally without you even having to say anything yeah and so that's like a big thing too and so they just feel less valuable and they don't feel like they have any value in this world so that's why they talk like that that's yeah just it. and so it's like if you if you want to be that person then go ahead and listen to them yeah but if you don't want to be that person you want to be really valuable and actually high performing person do everything they're not saying and mm-hmm. follow somebody that's doing everything you want to do and listen to everything they are saying yeah and you'll become very valuable mm-hmm. so and it's not luck like making money is not lucky you don't just yeah. make a million dollars like when they say oh that guy got lucky he's a millionaire it's like i don't think people realize how got, hard it is dude i got a couple comments because oh, i forgot what the real was but they were like there was a comment chain going on about people saying like yeah but some people actually do get lucky and i'm like i'm sorry bro you don't get lucky like you don't you don't make a million dollars on accident some yeah. you you did something right yeah there, you don't just wake up and the be thing like, is even, even i'll go on the record and say even the lottery is not lucky because you put yourself in a position to buy a lottery ticket you still had a chance to win so i mean like obviously that's probably the most luckiest thing you can do yeah but you still put yourself in a position to win. So even when it comes to, like, you know, dropshipping, for example, let's say you sold $100,000 worth of products overnight. That wasn't lucky, bro, because you had a video that hit four or five million You had to views. do something yeah. and a task to actually get that. Like, they actually did it. Yeah. And so, it, no, you don't. And also, if you were to, like, get a million dollars or $100,000 and then you were able to keep that wealth and keep growing from it, you're not lucky. Yeah. Like, a million dollars isn't a lot of money. Like, in the grand scheme of things, a million dollars is not. Mm-hmm. $100,000 is not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money temporarily, but long-term, yeah. it's not money at all. Yeah. And so, it's not a lot of money at all. You don't get... That's not luck. Like, they're doing something right. They're better than you. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's fine. Like, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm all... 
I suck. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah, me and Ian <laughs> are terrible. We suck compared to a lot of, and we don't like to compare ourselves, but to some people in this world, man, me and Ian suck. But it's good. It's good to admit that. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, good to be like, yeah, I'm not anywhere close to where I want to be at. Yeah, nowhere. Like I'm not. I'm nowhere near where I want to be yeah, at. That's kind of like I don't on have... our last podcast that we talked about a video game, dude. We're still upgrading our character. It's fun. Yeah. No, it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's a game, and I think, I don't know. Just don't ever think you're the baddest bitch in the room. Yeah. Like, don't think you're valuable. You're not. Like you just are. Like that's it. You're just here and you're doing your thing and. We are not like I. I do not value myself. I do not see myself like very successful at all. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's like a that's like a side effect toward that should have been in our other topic. What uh, when we talked about like the the cons of entrepreneurship? Oh yeah, you never feel like you're successful at all. Yeah, and other people would define that you're successful, but it's like I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know we're ranting. Just, now we're just ranting, but no, not really ranting. It's good. It's it's good value for you guys to take on in twenty twenty three. But yeah. that's gonna uh, close up the episode right there. I think. Yeah. So it's I a very will, laid uh, back one. We'll talk to y'all. Well, we'll literally be in these seats tomorrow. Yeah. Because we're uh, going back home for the holidays. So we have to record two episodes back to back. Yeah, but we will uh, catch y'all next week or whenever this uploads. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Peace out. Appreciate y'all. Thank you.